What's going on, Brodeje? It's your boy Jerry, the TR Expert Washington. I'm here in the basement of General Fitness Company Studios recording episode number 38 of the TR Expert Talks. You know, I'm really excited about this one because 38 is my favorite number. So today we're going to be talking about one of my favorite subjects, and that's breathing. Yeah, I know breathing sounds like it's pretty innocuous, but it's actually very, very, very important to your workout routine because improper breathing can lead to uh, some pretty catastrophic events. <laughs> if you're not breathing properly, you can pass out. And I've seen a lot of those epic fail gym videos and uh, <laughs> with people passing out because they have improper breathing. So uh, I, I'm aware that we've actually talked about this before, but um, why not? We'll just go ahead and talk about it again because like I said, it's my favorite number, so we're gonna talk about my favorite subject. Yeah, before we get started though, I wanna let you know that I have a giveaway going on right now. It's gonna be ending next Friday. And uh, what we're gonna be doing here is we're gonna be giving away two training sets. How are we going to do that? Well, check me out on social media. I'm on Instagram as FitGeneralJerry or on Facebook as Jerry Washington. I have a public profile as well as a private profile, or not a private profile, but a personal profile, as well as a General Fitness Company, our uh, company page on Facebook. So there's four different ways you can find that post, and um, I'll be probably posting it up later on again next week. But if you find that post, what you're gonna do is you're gonna click on the post. If you don't like General Fitness Company, Jerry Washington, or Fit General Jerry on Instagram, please follow and like that page. And on, uh, once you do that, I want you to tag a buddy, tag your workout partner, tag the person that keeps you company. Because that's what it's all about here at General Fitness Company. We're all about keeping good company. So I want you to bring a workout buddy with you so we can get it in. So you and your best friend can get in shape together. So that's what we're going to be doing here for until next Friday, giving away free workout and I'll be announcing it next Friday on the podcast as well as online. So uh, yeah, one lucky person, actually two lucky people will be getting free workouts. Whoa. So two lucky people will be working out with me, Jerry, the TR expert Washington for free. How awesome is that? So yeah, check me out, social media. Get in on that deal, because that's a really good deal. It's a really good opportunity to get started in the second half of 2018, because we are officially underway in the second half of 2018, and I want to help you finish the year off strong. So check it out. Anyways, so let's go ahead and get into the show, episode number 38. Breathe it in, breathe it out. Lego! All right, so episode number 38, my favorite number, 38 and 83. You can switch them interchangeably, but we aren't going to be getting to 83 for a while. So number 38 is going to be my favorite episode for a little while. <laughs> so yeah, we're going to be talking about breathing today. There's different types of breathing, and I want you to know that that breathing that you're doing might not be the right type of breathing for your workout. So uh, let's go ahead and get right into it. First, we're going to talk about the most complicated type of breath, and that's a Valsalva breath. And that you do, uh, that you normally use when you're having a load that's on your, um, that is on your torso. You use that as normally, or you have a, uh, you normally uh, use that when you're lifting like a heavier load. Like say if you're on the leg press machine, or if you're doing squats, whether it's a kettlebell or back squats or front squats. Anytime you have a heavier load that you have to um, somehow move, maneuver around through space, I would highly suggest that you try the Valsalva. It's actually called the Valsalva Maneuver, but for this intents and purposes today, for all intents and purposes today, we'll call it Valsalva Breathing. So what you're gonna do is you're gonna take a deep breath as you load up the weight, okay? So let's say you're gonna be, you're gonna be doing a back squat, putting weight on your back, squatting down and up, 
uh, with the weight on your back. So what you're gonna do is you're actually gonna take a deep breath as you put uh, weight on your back. You're gonna keep inhaling as you go down in your, re in your range. So like you're taking a deep breath as you're squatting down. So do it with me, you're going down. Until you get to the very bottom of your squat. When you're at the bottom of your squat, you, take a, you hold your breath for a brief moment. You engage your diaphragm, really try to make your trunk as tight and as stable as possible. So you're gonna hold your breath, make that breath stay inside your lungs, expand your rib, your rib cage as open as you can, and then exhale as you come back up. And then the reason why you do that is because what you're trying to do is you're trying to stabilize your torso and you're trying to keep everything as stable as possible so that when you're moving that weight, it doesn't move side to side with your breath. Okay, so like when you breathe, you have slight movements in your body and your goal is, especially at the bottom when you're trying to explode back up, is to try to keep it as steady as possible and go straight up. See, if you're doing like a regular breath, you're just breathing in and out and you're squatting, you can't really get that maximum capacity or maximum stability in your torso because you're kind of moving around a little bit. So your goal here is to try to keep your body as steady as possible as you go down and as you go up. I should say not steady, because obviously you can't go down and be steady, but you want to keep your structure as stable as possible as you're moving down and up. Yeah, that's probably a better way to say it. <laughs> so um, that's how it works, that Valsalva maneuver or Valsalva breathing. You can load the weight up as you're going down in the, in the range, whether you're, uh, whether you're doing a squat or even with a leg press, it works the same way as you're bringing the weight into your body. You're inhaling. As the weight gets to the very bottom of the range, you take a deep breath and then for a split second, and then you exhale as you push up. Okay, so um, that's how Valsalva breath works. It'll absolutely help you maximize your lifts and it'll help you lift a little bit more weight than you were lifting before because you have more stability in your structure. Now we have a different type of breathing. We're gonna go, this is a little bit different. It's not something you would normally do every day. In fact, it's actually, when you, if you were to try to do this every day, um, you would pass out. That's normally how people, um, there used to be a game I used to play back in the days with my boys in elementary school. It was called the pass out game. And you'd breathe really, really fast and then hold your breath and then breathe really, really fast again. And then like put your head between your knees and then you'd fall over. I remember one time this kid named Billy. I think his name was Billy. I can't remember. It was like third grade. But it, it was like, let's call him Billy. He, uh, <laughs> he did that. And uh, it was like one of the first times we did it. And we didn't believe it worked. And it definitely worked because um, he did it once. And he passed out, and we thought he was he was he was faking. And he's like, "No, I'm not faking." So he did it again, and he just so happened to be next to like a radiator, and he banged his head on the radiator. <laughs> so then we believed that it worked, and then like like all stupid boys, we all tried it, and everybody was like falling out on the bathroom floor, which is kind of gross. You think about it now, like all these boys fall on the bathroom floor, and you know when you're in third grade, your aim is not the greatest. So yeah, it wasn't a pretty sight, and I pretty much uh, after a couple times, I stopped being even a witness of that to that because it was pretty gross. So anyways, um yeah that. That's how that went down. So um, this breathing, you normally do it in Pilates, and uh, like this exercise that you do is called 100s. Um, it's called a, I can't remember what it's called. I'm not. We call it Pilates breathing. So what you do is you like you tense up your diaphragm the whole time. You keep your diaphragm and uh, your lower and upper abdominal areas tense as you can, like your pelvic floor, like right above your hips, and your diaphragm, which is right below your your rib cage. You keep that as tense as possible, and you breathe through your belly, okay? So uh, it's like, it would be, a, they're short, shallow breaths, and what they sound like is this. Very similar to the breathing that you hear when somebody's uh, in labor. 
So, so those are, that's a different breath and that actually helps, and once again, it also helps stabilize your core and it really keeps your core engaged the whole time during, a, during an exercise or workout. Now, I, wouldn't, I would not recommend you doing that when you're lifting weights. Do not, lift, do not breathe like that when you're lifting weights because that can uh, obviously <laughs> change your oxygen levels, your VO2 levels, and, um, you, uh, and you have a pretty high risk of passing out. So I would not suggest you doing that when you're doing any kind of uh, lifting of weights. You can do that when you're doing abs or that particular, that particular exercise, the 100s. I'll maybe explain that, how to do that exercise another day, or you can just look it up. But I would say that type of breathing is probably more reserved for like abdominal exercise, say a plank or a crunch or like the 100s. Uh, last type of breathing is your basic kind of breath. And uh, um, a lot of people get this wrong because a lot of people when they breathe, they end up breathing like from their belly. And I know I talked about breathing from your belly in the last, just, just a couple seconds ago, but um, in this particular way, if you don't have your muscles tense in your abs and you're breathing from your belly, you run a really high risk of injuring yourself because you have everything lax. So what you want to do when you're breathing and you're working out, whether it's like you're running or you're lifting weights, what you want to do is you want to breathe from your diaphragm. So you want to open up the bottom of your lungs as much as you can and breathe that way. So you're going to keep your abs as flexed as possible, as tight as you can, and you're going to open up your chest by breathing upward. Rather than outward, you're going to breathe upward. So that keeps that stability in your core and it helps prevent injuries because your structure is more stable and uh, you can lift more weights. So the goal is like with any kind of lifting, uh, for the most part, you want to be stable with your structure and your body. But the thing is that that's, uh, you want to be stable, but obviously you're going to be moving the weight. So you have to be really focused on what you're doing. And that kind of leads us into our real world life lesson. If you decide, so how that works in your real world life lesson is that in life, sometimes you just got to look around and you got to really analyze what you're doing and think about if there's a little tweak that you can actually add into your routine to make it a little bit better. So like with breathing, even though it's natural, if you can tweak it to work just a little bit better for what you're doing, you can absolutely dominate with a little tweak. That's what life really boils down to. It's, it's, it's a game of inches. It's a game of ang angles, and sometimes it's a one degree change in what you're doing completely change the outcome of what you're doing. So don't be afraid to like think about changing your course a little bit, changing the angle of uh, how you're approaching something, and seeing and, and testing out your results. In, in life, there's really not too many ways to be successful. You know, it's like essentially if you if you if you have commitment, you have uh, accountability determination, and most importantly, you have the uh, belief that you can actually do it, then you, you stand a way greater chance to succeed than if you just continually do things the way you did them. So with breathing, it's kind of like a, it's a microcosm of what life is all about. You know, if you're breathing properly and you're calm and you're actually um, executing the appropriate breath for the appropriate exercise, you can see some extraordinary results simply by just changing a small factor in what you're doing. And that's really what I want to share with you today is just like, even though something may come natural to you, sometimes that natural thing may not be the most efficient thing for you. So don't be afraid to experiment. Don't be afraid to change what you're doing, even though it might seem natural and it might seem like it's working for you. 
don't you know don't be afraid to go back to the drawing board and see if it can become a little bit better now I'm not saying that you got to like look at everything in your life and completely re uh, overhaul or revamp what you're doing but it's always good to experiment and play around with what you're doing and uh, seeing if like maybe another method might work so that's what I got for you today let's go ahead and take it into the conclusion and uh, finish off this talk here about breathing all right so we'll talk to you in a few seconds here Well, so there you go, episode number 38. Yeah, it's my favorite number, and we talked about my favorite subject, breathing. You know, I love breathing. Uh, well, everybody loves breathing, right? It helps you live. <laughs> but I really love the subject of breathing because there's so many ways to do such a, such a, a basic thing, and all those different ways give you different results. It's so interesting to think about like just inhaling through your lungs and exhaling can produce so many different results. And there's actually, scientifically, breathing is a very, very fascinating thing. I don't wanna go into it too much if we're here in the conclusion, maybe another time if I talk about breathing again, we'll actually talk about the scientific forces that go behind breathing. It's actually a, almost a miraculous thing that we do. But anyways, um, like I said, number 38, my favorite number, breathing my favorite subject, but I did actually forget one type of breathing. So um, you're in luck, you tuned into the conclusion, so you get a little bit of extra bonus. So there's one other type of breathing that I forgot to mention and that's called prana breathing. And I actually use that when I'm meditating or when I'm actually getting prepared for something that I know is going to be really, really difficult. So we're going to follow along with this one. This is called prana breathing. What you're going to do is you're going to inhale for six seconds. So let's go ahead and do that now together. Inhale, six, five, four, three, two, and then you're going to hold your breath for three seconds, two, one, and then exhale for six five, four, three, two, one, and hold your breath one more time for three, two, one. And then you're gonna recycle that. You're gonna go right through that again. You're gonna breathe in six seconds. I'm gonna do it with you this time. Hold it. And exhale. Hold it again and then you start it all over. So that actually kind of clears your mind. It actually helps you get your brain waves in line with your heart waves. And they say that when you get your brain waves and your heart waves in line, you're actually the most efficient you can be. And they also found that when you have your brain waves and your heart waves aligned, it actually coincides with the waves that are produced from the center of the earth. So not only is your body aligned, your heart and your mind, but you're also aligned with the earth. So that probably coincides. So that fact that it coincides is probably indicator that we are meant to be congruent with the earth. So that just goes to show you that, you know, we are, we are definitely one with nature. We're one with the earth and um, we should take care of it. <laughs> How about that? We go from breathing to um, take care of mother earth. You know, we talk, we, we run the gambit here at Gentle Fitness Company and that's what it's really all about. Because, uh, you know, it's not about chicken and broccoli here. You've heard enough of these episodes. You know that it's a lot about a lot more than chicken and broccoli. But it's about actually setting up a framework for our mindset so that we can level up not only our fitness, but also our spirituality, our relationships, our finances, and, of course, our fun. Because <laughs> what, what, what's life all about if you're not having fun, right? So uh, that's what I got for you today. I really appreciate you listening, and I hope that you tune into our episode tomorrow, episode number 39. <laughs> I hope you have a great day, and as always, keep good company.